0: i think that i don't know that could be really entertaining i guess if people are listening and they think i wonder what they look like
1: (laughs) well i mean they can just go on social media and find that out but oh yeah
0: i look i look i look real good on social media
1: i look real good that doesn't sound creepy at all (laughs) all Create for no reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life.
0: I would, I would like to talk about, and this is related to the to your friend that's a nutritionist and taking advice and ignoring advice. Like I'd like to talk about how uh, people in general, uh, like you, you brought up the tribe concept or creators need creators or how do you find creators to be a part but, but i think that there's this this risk that people can be really really helpful when you're creating something or making something or becoming vulnerable and putting something together and they can be really really harmful it, like even mm. people that even people that you love and you want to be around because i don't think there's a lot of people that say hey Unless you're like starting a TikTok campaign or something and you're ready to take heat from, you know, from the, the, the candidate that you don't want to win, but the supporters want to win and they decide to make everything political or I don't know. You just take heat for stupid reasons. But most people, I think when they're making something and they have that gut reaction of wanting to share it, like, is that good to share it? Is it bad to share it? Do you have to be careful with you share it? Should you have friends that are creators and you can kind of talk about these sorts of things, or does it does it kill it? And you need to realize that it's a solitary thing. So I'm like I'm I'm curious your experience, and I'm guessing because like, you have so many every time that we're on, like oh I have this friend that hang glides and travels to Peru <laughs> every year. Like <laughs> there's always somebody, and I get jealous. I'm like I have no friends. Uh,
1: not and, true. And, and
0: you have you have crazy interesting. I have my friend that started a company and now she's a multimillionaire and blah blah blah. I'm like <laughs> wow. <laughs> like just, I can clean houses really really well. Actually no, I'm not very good at cleaning houses. <laughs> I'm okay putting my hand in a toilet though. Like I'm totally fine with that. I can really clean a toilet. Oh, why did I say that? <laughs>
1: I don't know, but add it to your resume, check.
0: I can really (laughs) clean a toilet. No, what's what's been your experience? I guess in some things that you feel more confident about, at least the base or getting organized or doing some of the basic work and then things that you don't feel particularly confident about, like something creative you're doing, but you're learning how to do it. And you're a little bit like like last time, it was the last time we talked about, no, it was the time before that you suck. Like, what do, you, what do you do when when, do you, when you feel like you suck? But how do you involve people in both of those instances, I guess, in areas where, you're like, no, okay, I kind of know this, and I know how it works, and I know what the creative process is like for it. And then for something else where you think, no, I right? Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right or I'm figuring it out. Like, how do you involve your tribe? How do you involve your people?
1: I involve... My tribe when, well, I think, like you said, I've, it's different than it was obviously 10 years ago, because now I know different people who are doing some of the things that I want to be doing or that I really appreciate. And I've seen what they've gone through. I've seen that they've gone through the process already. So I will reach out to some people. Like, for example, when I started doing more creative writing instead of just business writing. I reached out to my friend flows because she's a writer and Mm -hmm. she's published a couple of books and she writes poetry, beautiful poetry and short stories. And she gets published all the time in different magazines. And I reached out to her because I value her work. I see her work and I know that she has a creator mindset. So she's someone who is going to encourage me, not discourage me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to know the difference. I think there are people in my world that I have in my phone. I have those, those five people that if I have a business challenge or has something that I have to think through or really figure out, there's five people on my phone that I know I'm going to call and they're going to help me figure it out. They're not going to give me the answer. They're going to just push me, challenge me. And I know those people. So that's who I need. I don't need to call my mom to, <laughs> who's going to be like, you're amazing. You don't do You're so great. You know, like I don't need that at that time. So it's almost like you have to be very self-aware of what it is that you need, the kind of feedback that you need. And then you can kind of almost like curate your list of people who you're going to call because sometimes, hey, you know, sometimes you do just want someone that, is going to
0: give you a high five.
1: Yeah. But it's not often that I call those people. Like when I, you know, I have a friend of mine who he'll be the first, if I, to say, like if, if something really amazing happens, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just landed this deal or this thing just happened. And I've been working so hard for it. He'll be the one that's like, great. What's next? (laughs) What else you got? And I'm like, Hey, what, can't we just kind of like sit here for a moment? So, (laughs) But I know that that's that's him. So I think it's really fun and important to have these different people in your life so that you can go to them. And another thing is just the idea of caring more about your work than you do the haters. Mm -hmm. Because you have to be okay with knowing if you are going to share your work, that you have to be okay with it. And for anyone that is, newer in the creative process. As you were talking, it reminded me of years ago when I asked people, it's almost like asking for advice is
0: the worst. Sometimes. No, I think, well, that's, that's exactly what I'm wondering is, is I, I do think like you should probably ask for advice or not even advice, just, you know, like, what do you think about this? And um if it's just an idea, no, even then, like I'm, I'm, well, I'm beginning to believe there's like a, a a particular timing to it that I think I get wrong because I get excited or, or I want people to think um, I'm an artist or I'm creative or, oh, that's really great, Sean. Like it's looking for that type of stuff. And I still want the critical feedback because that would make me feel like I'm doing the work or putting something together but i think sometimes i think sometimes i ask for advice or i ask for feedback just to make myself feel better like i like you said your friend you get to the end of something or or not even the end i'll just get a page done or like a poem right i'll get that done so 150 words put together about pandas and think like oh my god i'm brilliant and then i take that And I immediately send it off to somebody. I haven't edited it. I haven't let it sit. Mm. I haven't come back to it. And grammatically, it's fine. And story-wise, it's fine. And everything else that goes with it. And then they ask, oh, what are you going to do with this? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put it into a book. And then I'll publish this book. And everybody will see all these little things that I put together. But I I used to think it was superstitious or um, just writers being arrogant. But I've... I've talked to people since then that say you need to keep that shit with you and not share it with somebody until like for like four more steps before you share it with somebody otherwise you'll kill it like you're 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 wrestling with it and so I'm I'm I keep thinking about yeah it's right to have the tribe and yeah it's right to take something to them and honestly you just experience more creativity if you've got people that encourage that and are practicing it and doing it like you should have mentors, um, and have mentors for specific things in your life. Um, you know, like you said, like you go to your mom for one thing, or you go to this other to to this artist or entrepreneur or musician for another. That all that all makes sense. I, I just I've noticed that even with the best intent in the world, the person I talk to might I'll even agree with their feedback, but it might kill it. It might be done it might be dead in the water. Like they send, I I'm afraid I do that when somebody sends me a paragraph or a poem or something like that. I'm like, I should probably should just say, keep going. That's probably what the advice should be. Instead. I'm like, Oh no, show them. I know what I'm talking about. And then offer advice, or you could take it this way, or you could do this different thing. And because this thing was so new that they were working on, they're like, oh yeah, I agree. I, like they think it's great. They're very thankful for the feedback. They're really kind. I don't think that they're I don't think that they're pandering to me, but it's done. Like they're not going to come back to it. It's like over. And and they just let it die on the vine. They have every mm-hmm. intention in the world of getting back to it, but now it's now it's gone. And so I'm wondering like I think it's probably my responsibility or your responsibility or the artist or writer's responsibility to get that right. I just don't know, like, I I don't know how to get that right. And maybe you've never run into that. Um, maybe it's just me and my own neuroses where I think, here's my business idea. I'm running with the business idea. I did this recently with you and I called and I said, hey, I really want you to take a look at this website. Yep. And within an hour, when you finally, when you finally, you get back to me, really, I don't get back to you, but you do get back yeah, to
1: me. Yeah, exactly.
0: When you got back to me, by then I had remembered that, this isn't ready for somebody to look at right like even though i knew specifically what i was going to ask you i was like this isn't this isn't ready for somebody to look at and not because it's bad it's because it's because there's still i, I, I don't know that i'm still wrestling with it but i am still wrestling with it i just decided that i'm done it's like oh i'm going to take a break i'm not going to look at it anymore oh it's complete look at me i'm brilliant
1: so you know this reminds me of of two things the first is I forget this stud. There was a study done at Harvard. I think it was in Harvard. I'm probably messing it up, but I I remember somebody talking about how you shouldn't share your goals. You should not share your goals. So you know how everyone says, like, oh, you got to share your goals with everyone because then you are held held accountable to them. But I actually it, there was something, and I'll have to Google it. But it basically said when you've accomplished your goal, you get this rush of dopamine, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's this feeling of, oh, I accomplished my goal. So they actually said that in this study, you almost get the same amount of dopamine telling someone about your goal. (laughs) So your brain, it, it, it believes that you've accomplished your goal. So it actually lessens your motivation to go after the goal because in your mind, it's, has already happened. So, you know, all the work like Joe Dispenza, he talks about how like the, you're what you're thinking, your mind doesn't know what is true and what isn't like what has happened versus what hasn't happened. So if you do visualization work and things yeah. like that. So
0: wait, did you say like, Joe Dispenza? Yeah. Is this the placebo guy?
1: I don't know. He wrote a book called um, Becoming Supernatural.
0: Yeah, and- this is the you are. The- oh, wow. My world is so small. It's great. Like just small world. I, I I spoke about this book with somebody else like two days ago.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. See? It's, and I've,
0: I've what... never, I've never read it, but I think it's great. And, 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 and these two people, uh, Kate and the other person I spoke to about this book, um, who, if she listens to this, she'll know, you're not two that I really picture hanging out. Uh, <laughs> but I do now I'm a hundred percent. I think hey, about it like, Oh yeah, you, no, you would you be fine know. All right. So, so he, he wrote that book in, in your thoughts. So yeah. The, yeah. Yeah.
1: So that, so it reminds me of that because it's almost as though we want that dopamine hit mm-hmm. just like, just like when you go on to social media and you get that dopamine hit, it's the same thing. So I would say maybe what you could do when you get that feeling of sharing, cause I get that same feeling, right? You sit down and you do all the work. It's like your blood, sweat and tears. And what do you want? You want to share it. You want to put it out into the world. That's why it's so interesting to, to write a book instead of like a blog post, you write a blog post, you get it out. You write a book. You're just writing for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. for months and months or years. And it's not that fun. If you're looking for that, that feedback right away. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: One thing to potentially do for anyone struggling with this thing is when you feel the need to want to share something, asking that question of what feedback am I looking for? Mm -hmm. And then kind of like what you did with your website, what feedback you're looking for. Oh, you know what? Uh, there's things that you already know you're going to change. So just don't send it to anyone yet. Make the changes, sit with it for a little bit. But I find that it's always best to sit with something and then come back to it, especially like the writing process or the creating process, any kind of like website or design (coughs) stuff. Sit with it, put it away and then go back to it. And then when it's at a place of, okay, now I feel like this is, something that I'm I'm ready to get feedback. But again, going back to the question of what feedback specifically am I looking for? And then what you can do if somebody sends you something, you mm-hmm. ask them that question. This is great. What feedback are you looking for? This way you can kind of give them the feedback that you believe will help them to mm-hmm. encourage them instead of, like you said, making this project or idea die.
0: Yeah, because I don't think that there's... Uh, well, I... I <laughs> There's probably people that disagree or that have worked for me or been around me where I'm, uh, where I've been brutal or I'm not intentionally with feedback and things like that. I think most of the time everybody's really grateful because you took the time to give the feedback and everything. But yeah. there, there is there's a psychological something that happens. And now I'm, I'm wondering based on what you just said. So yes, you you ask for specific feedback and things like that. Maybe maybe the people in your tribe or your close family or the people that you trust when it comes to creativity, they just recognize or understand somehow what you're going through so that they kind of know that you're on vomit draft and they'll, they'll take a look. If you ask them, um, they'll, they'll encourage you, but you, it's like, you want people in your life that know where you're at. So they know, they know, you know, metaphorically speaking, if, Every time you go into the creative mode, it's like you, you're road tripping to Kansas, right? Like you're getting in a truck at, well, or a car or a moped or whatever. Okay. So you're going on a, <laughs> you're going skateboard. on a trip to, yeah, on a skateboard to Kansas. It probably takes that long. You're getting on a skateboard to Kansas. and So then when friends and family reach out or they want to hang out or they want to do something like you, you, you should be kind of selfish with your time so that you don't get distracted i had to do that today like i was talking to i was talking to um to rachel um my girlfriend and and, um she well she called me because i haven't i haven't run for a couple of days every time that i run i grab a screenshot of the app and i send it to her like an accountability thing like yeah here you go and some Sometimes it's more than accountability because it wants me to be like, hey, look at me. I've Look at me, I'm so amazing. Yeah. I'm running
1: again. Yeah,
0: I'm hot shit. Look at my- Look, look
1: at your my, boyfriend. It's look so at my cool. Poem.
0: I know, that's right. <laughs> I'm going to be really hot. You want to stay Don't with me. Don't
1: break up with me. Yeah. Don't break up with me.
0: <laughs> so I'll send her that. She noticed I didn't. She called. She's like, oh my gosh, you, you have to go right now. Like leave the house, go right now. And I was able to say during that, I was like, if I go, like I'm in a, I'm in, I'm in, I don't like I hesitate to call it flow but I'm in the work and yes. and right now if you it's so easy to get me out of the work mm. that I it like it wouldn't take much she even said she, she even said uh cuz this is a thing with us I see her at her place more than she sees me at my place so she even said if you go run right now I'll come over and I said that's the right candy to to try to make that work. And in most cases I would say, yes, but you you want to have the, I guess, like, I want to have the tribe, maybe, maybe not necessarily the people that I give the stuff to, although I think that that's important to have somebody that you trust to edit or look at something or tell you whether they're confused or lost or whatever it is. But maybe the, for, for me, maybe the tribe is just people that get it, you know, like you could call up and instead of talking about the story or the, the small business that you're putting together or this idea this nonprofit you want to get onto the world when it's at that beginning stages and you're figuring it out and you're doing the business plan and you're like all those types of things, like, like you're going to be your worst critic anyways. Um, And so instead of sharing all of the details about that, you just need people in your life that you can call up and just be like, yeah, I'm in the middle of it. And it sucks. Yeah. And I think my idea is bad or I think uh, I should be doing something different. Why did I think I could do this? Like, I think you want those people that, Not necessarily like your mom. Like, oh, sweetie, you're brilliant. Of course, it will be amazing. Of
1: course, it will work. Who cares? You don't even have to think about it.
0: Yeah, you want the person that knows that you're making chili and you've just finished cutting the onions. And they're like, well, you got to finish the chili. You know, like I think that that's going. Yeah, that's probably the person.
1: You know, it's it also is. It also comes down to your confidence and your why. Why are you doing it? You have to be so fiercely compelled and have the why behind why you're doing whatever it is, whatever work you're doing. And again, going back to the the haters, like not caring what the haters think, because you have to ultimately know that it's what you want. You have to have that kind of like. Uh, so I run this mastermind program called Inspired Action, and it's so funny because you talk about nonprofits. This woman was starting a nonprofit, and I said so. She, we were going around; and everyone was sharing their goal, and she said, "So I'm starting this nonprofit," and and she sounded defeated, right? <laughs> like she was just like, you know, and and so yeah, I just. what did she say? She said something that like made me laugh because it was so, yeah, I'm just, that's what I'm going to do. And Mm -hmm. I, and then she kind of started moving and I said, hold on one second, take a step back. And then I said, did everyone just hear that? Did everyone just hear like the, the tone in her voice talking about, we're talking about our dreams, our goals, what you're excited about. And she's just like, yeah, I got to do this thing. Ugh. And it seemed like she was so not excited about it at all. Which, hey, if you're going to start anything, especially a nonprofit, you better love it because it's not going to be an easy road. And so you have to really have that conviction. It reminds me of years ago. I was thinking about this last night. So it's so funny that you brought this up today. I remember... I was asking a friend, a friend of mine from probably, probably 15 years ago, Mm -hmm. he had a video production company and this is obviously a long time ago. This is not when everybody was just doing video all day. And I've been through like so many ups and downs in my life and have like been sisters that I've never met. I mean, it's really incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes me think in a more creative way or gives me like new ideas or inspiration or makes me empowered to want to share more or be more bold with my with my truth that I'm like, this is serving people. And as long as I could share my truth without impacting, say, I'm not going to share about my kids mm-hmm. like privately about them or my personal, like I got divorced this year, but like our private relationship is for us mm-hmm. and that's not. I'm not, it's not my place to share that, but I can Mm -hmm. talk about my journey in a way to hopefully help other women. And I find that a gift that I can do that through writing.
0: That's really, uh, that's really inspiring. I was writing about, um, uh, like, I'm teaching a workshop later, creative workshop on motivation. And they say there's three primary things that we're motivated by. Um, One of them, some people call it power or it's service. Um, the other one is achievement, and the other one is affiliation, and you, you're kind of pulling all of those things together, and so you're serving and and doing something where you're affiliating with. Like it's really, really, um, it's really inspiring. But I want to, I want to back up. Like, I'm
1: like I also want to attend your workshop later.
0: <laughs> I want to, I want to go all the, way, <laughs> I want to go all the way back. That's that's spot on. I think the majority of people are looking for that, and it creates this op- awesome opportunity. I love that you're. Like you'll just keep going places because people are so hungry for it. 97% humor. Isn't that, isn't yeah. that,
2: isn't that wild? And, you know, it's like I did, I did another, the polls on LinkedIn are really cool as well. Like they actually get really good reach if you can get a good topic. Like I did one the other week that was, um, do you answer cold calls or do you answer uh, phone calls from numbers you don't recognize? And it was like 6,000 people responded and it
1: was- No like way. 99% oh, of people question. said,
2: no, 67% of people said, Yes, 33% of people said no, but then when you go and look at the no's, it's like account manager, SDR, AE, and I'm like, of course you of course you'll answer the phone <laughs> to an unknown number You're in sales. <laughs> like, I should have just put a caveat like sales just doesn't count in this in this, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's stuff like that where I think like again, I don't know, there's room for that on LinkedIn and there's room to push it, but There's consequences for it too. Like I get hate mail from people and I get mean messages or I just get people who are like, you know, it'd be like some random, I don't want to say old guy, but typically they are just old guys and they're like, your hair, your, your beard sucks. So like your hair sucks or like you, I would never do business with someone with like hair like that. Well, that's like, great. Cause they no. don't want <laughs> to do business with somebody that doesn't want to do business with somebody
0: with hair I, like that.
2: I don't know. I'm, I just want an auto response which says like, thank you for the kind comment and boosting the algorithm. <laughs> so this goes to see more people. I <laughs> really appreciate it. But, that's
1: uh, what, that's what I think is so interesting too, that people take the time to write those things. Like I've had certain people reach out to me on content that I've done that are like, this isn't professional or what you were wearing, or you really have to think about this. And I'm like, what, first of all, don't waste your time. Like, again, obviously like my content isn't for you. I'm not trying to get to you. So like, I don't know why people, I mean, I don't know if they think they're being helpful, but they say it in a mean way. So it's not like they're, it seems like they're trying to be helpful in any way, but it just goes to your point of people being kind of scared to be their true selves on all social platforms. Like even I think too, just like the fact that so many people teach us, right? Like I used to have a marketing company. So I just remember reading all the different articles of like, this is how you act on LinkedIn. This is how you act on Twitter. This is how you act. And like It's ingrained in us. And so oftentimes we don't allow ourselves to play. And one of the things that I really love about what you talk about in your content, Joel, is just post stuff, see what Uh happens, play around with it. Like you give people permission to just like do a post and then do a one tomorrow. And then if that doesn't work, do a next one. And you have to play around with it. I think we're so just it. In a, in lots of not just LinkedIn content but content in general, I think so often we become paralyzed because we're overthinking, yeah. over strategizing, and then we don't do anything.
2: And and you got to look where the advice is coming from, like that, because there's a trend right now in like personal branding. Okay, and oh, I want to be careful here, like what I say with that, but I think sometimes like people aren't they're not like that clear on why they got to a certain place on a certain platform. But they're telling people how they got there, and the fundamental the like, problem with that is, is if you don't actually know the reason why you went viral, or you you dig it, and you're just explaining a process, mm-hmm. then it's really hard to actually coach people in the right way because you need to first of all, you got to understand everybody's audience is different, so that within itself should tell you that everybody's process is going to be different. Now there's obviously we're all humans. So there's like core psychological things, which are similar, but different people are, react to different things. And, and so it's like, you kind of got to know like why something works before you can teach other people. But what happens is it's to your point, it's like, do this, do this, do this, do this. And so like, I'd meet with people and they're like, what time should I post? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, what time? I'm like, you're focusing on what, like, don't focus on what time you're posting. Like you, you need to put more emphasis on like, what are you actually posting? Like, you're now like looking at like, well, someone told me like I should post this and I should tag this and well, I should do this. And, and it's like, by the time they've answered the 10 questions, you're like, have you actually thought about like, what is in the post? Like the actual content? Cause that's what you should be focusing more. Yes. Everything mm-hmm. else. You just test, 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 learn, test, 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 learn, get better, test and you know, I'm, I'm not, the funny thing is like, I went to school for finance, so I'm not like a marketing person by nature, but it, it kind of just makes sense to me that you would just test what works, figure it out. And, and, um, and so that's why, that's why I encourage people to do, but I still, even with that, I find like a big barrier is like, what should I post? And like, it's just, it is a hard, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing. It's a hard thing, but again, it's because I think we've ingrained it again in our like society where it's like certain people think they're creative, certain people don't. But if you look at like what separates the two, creative people just think they're creative and they run with it. Non-creative people, they just shut themselves out right away and go, well, I'm not. And then they don't create anything. And I think, yes, there's more creative people who are like, just have a million ideas running around, but it's like, when you look at even how many thoughts we have in a day, an average human has 10,000 thoughts and you're struggling with content ideas. I think you just have to, you got to trust your thoughts a little bit more and realize that like your thoughts are your content. And then obviously you can get into more like visual and like editing and that that's a different type of level, but at the basics of it, when it comes to most social media, it's like literally just share your thoughts and run with it and that's how you're going to connect with people. Yeah. You know?
0: You're, you're the answer. I, that's so interesting. I think that that bleeds into um, so many areas of our lives and has, maybe it's just a human condition where we're looking for the answer. Like, tell me what to do to be happy. Mm-hmm. Give me the 10 things I should do when I wake up, tell me what. And I love that you say there are people that find success and I'm even going to say find, because in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases there's some earning that goes on earning success but there's an awful lot of finding success yeah exactly so that when they get there they think <laughs> i hate those stories like because those cool. stories make you who you are oh the way i didn't happen once the ones where yeah they make you who you are so anyways any final words of wisdom kate Holman?
1: No, I'm so grateful for you and everyone that listens. Uh, We really do get so psyched when we see reviews and just want to continue to do the show and help people create just for the sake of it, just for the fun of it and bring out your creativity. So thanks for listening. Thanks for always joining us and Sean, continue to eat, pray, love. (laughs)
2: He pretty much.